T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC will take some more phone calls in a couple of minutes. We'll play some more rants. Let's play a rant right now, as a matter of fact. Let's do it. If we can. I've got some quirky new software I'm messing around hey, Todd, with, but here we go. a little uh, over-under. Uh, I'm saying over 10 days or under 10 days until uh, Brittany Griner starts trashing uh, the USA again, that little, that little ingrate snit, uh, that over, overpaid, paid under talent. I'm, 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 taking, uh, I'm taking the under on 10 days. What, what do you guys think? I figure she's going to be a great lover of freedom, Brittany Griner, moving forward, because how could you not, after seeing what an oppressive, you know, the thing that the Democrats are trying to turn us into, after everybody gets to see that in action, like Brittany has, everyone's going to be turned into a, a freedom fighter. Brittany's got to be a freedom fighter moving forward. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Today's holiday store broadcast supported by M and T Bank. Come on down and visit us at the Avon Old Farms Hotel. And uh, Mark the Shark in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. What's going on, Mark? It's the Todd Feinberg Show live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk ten eighty. W-T-I-C. Don't forget, last hour today, 5 o'clock hour, is our order-up hour. We talk about food. We talk about uh, food, and we talk about food all hour. Get your weekend launched the way it should be launched. Jamie in Middlefield, hi. Hi, Todd. You know, thank you for pounding away every day about the inefficiencies and inadequacies and of uh, state government and making our lives worse. If we can get, uh, you know, Len Suzio, Joe Markley, Rob Sampson, and many others that can really put pictures in people's head of specific examples of how mm. government is really destroying our lives. Mm. You know, the collection of taxes, and I know government candidates can't always say this, but it costs so much more in bureaucracy of employees to collect these taxes, these all these burdens and things on our lives, and they do little for that, but, you know, the, the candidates can't say that because then it's like, oh, no, it's an attack on state workers. There's a lot of state workers out there that actually know sure. the days are numbered. This cannot be sustainable. And there will be a lot sure. of people that say, yeah, you know what, you're right. We need to fix this. Everything should be run 
by private enterprise. Everything that we do could be done better, more efficient, less costly, and actually employ a lot of people with really good jobs. Um, they're not burdensome to the rest of the society. Well, the, the vast majority it of it shouldn't be done per se. It should be left in the hands of the marketplace to decide in the only way that's reliable that mankind knows of through capitalistic markets, free markets, whether sure. it's necessary or not, and then to find the most efficient way to do it, right? Yeah, and then the, the whole thing of fudging the numbers, which we know happens all the time when it pertains to the budgets, so crime stats, everything else, that should be just reported much differently. Because we know a lot of today's reporters, they just expect news to be fed to them. People send out a press release, oh, okay, wow, our our budget is cut by oh, this year. Well, what did they mean by a budget cut? They meant that they did not get quite the money that they were hoping to for a budget increase. So, oh, it's a budget cut because we didn't get the 12% we were asking. We only got 8% more. It goes on every single year, and we're paying for it. And uh, I'll give you a Coolidgeism because I did it about 10 days ago. Oh, good. Give us President another Coolidgeism. So, and we can rephrase it and make it maybe a little no, bit No, we don't have to. Just, just let us hear it in his words, sure. and then we can so mull it. the collection it. of taxes, any more than absolutely necessary, is legalized robbery. Absolutely necessary is the key word there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do like your, your proposal of making it you know, uh, voluntary yep. for those people that want to do it, go for it. But it's just... Real freedom is economic. Everyone needs to understand yes. that. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. But- Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate it. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. This is our holiday store broadcast. We're coming to you from the Avon Old Farms Hotel. And uh, we do this every year, so you're familiar with what the game plan is. Joining us now is Katie Parrott, divisional volunteer and uh, person in charge of emergency disasters for the Salvation Army. Hello there, Katie. How are you? Thanks for being here. I didn't Thanks say that quite me. right, but it's more fun <laughs> to say it like that. You can clarify if you like. Fair enough. I am the Emergency Disaster Services Coordinator. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. it means I help oversee, grow our programs that we have, expand our footprint and where we can serve where there's times of disaster. So across Connecticut and Rhode Island, we have mobile canteen units, um, just as what they sound, they're a mobile kitchen. So we can respond to a fire. Really? Yeah, yep. So if service. there's a, like at 2 in the morning, if there's a big blaze like in a downtown Hartford or yep. something like that, you guys pull up and you start uh, preparing breakfast for everybody? We can definitely do that. Um, really? We've actually just met with Fire Chief Fargo. He's wonderful, and he wants us to be there um, and integrate even more than we have. So anything, if you know your fire as well, the two alarm and higher, we'll be there. Serve some hot meals, serve some hydration products um if there's people is that, that are for the emergency responders who are providing yep. services so fire crews emts if they're there any other kind of municipalities that are there we can serve them as well and then if there's any displaced residents say they lost their home um and they're in transition perhaps working with the red cross with shelter we can help provide hot meals hygiene kits blankets and give them some next steps on trying to recover what they've lost. So you help uh, funnel them into the place they want, the direction they want to walk to. Uh... Definitely. I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll take them out of the danger area. You know, they're really good about Hartford setting them up in a nice warm bus, especially during the winter season. It gets really cold. So we do provide uh, the good hot meals and just give them next steps on what they can do to recover what they've lost. That's a cool service. What else yeah. do you guys do? What other kinds of emergencies do you respond to? Uh, any hurricanes, of course, tornadoes. Um, you know, recently we're just in Puerto Rico in response to Fiona. So, you know, a lot of our volunteers respond internationally and within nationally. So you, volunteers from Connecticut, you mean, would be 
yes. mobilized to go elsewhere if there's not enough disasters here demanding their attention they go somewhere else sure yeah well they receive a lot of different trainings as well so um you know there's a lot of tiers we work a lot with red cross and with fema local and state departments and so a lot of our responses um just trickle down from you know all those kind of trainings that cover it's like a blanket of training mm -hmm. and so we're able to respond and help internationally when there's different crises so we had people that went down to florida with a canteen so we were able to respond down there um you know in texas there's been issues in the past down there different kind of um you know tornadoes and hurricanes and um the issues that they had with their electricity you know those couple of years ago so disasters like that um yeah if we're available we can they'll ask for us to come down we'll gather people that are trained properly and we'll send them down that's pretty awesome yeah so there's a basically there's this uh quiet busy world of people working oh yeah to do stuff that's entirely necessary but uh most of us walk around oblivious to well i wouldn't say oblivious but just maybe they're just unsure unfamiliar with our program well, you, like <laughs> i never knew you guys had mobile vans to pull up and start serving sure, meals like sure. that's that's a beautiful thing but it makes it perfect sense yeah that if there's a a crisis requiring personnel to be on the scenes in really difficult conditions and people need meals and hot drinks and stuff yeah. like that it's actually one of our longer services um you know we always reference back to the donut girls that we had back in the day during the war you know when the men were on the front lines when were they were to serve donuts and so we've kind of integrated and it's obviously grown since then but you know we were serving people that were in need and you know the people that go into the burning buildings when they come out they need hydration. They need mm -hmm. support, you know, even if it's on like a super hot summer day. We have ice cold, you know, rags that we can give to them to cool down. We have yep. socks they can change out of, you know, and, and get replaced and get them back into work. And, so, and what other types of emergency services are there? that? Sure. Well, there could be sheltering. I mean, you know, we're getting to the um, cold weather protocols. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have um, whether it's a warming shelters or there could be cooling shelters during the summer. Salvation Army canteens can support that effort. Um, again, all the natural disasters or man-made disasters, you know, if there's the unfortunate um, shooting at a school or shooting at a building, um, something of that nature, mm -hmm. we can respond. Typically, we'll go to a staging area. Um, where we can serve those hot meals or at least just pro provide some comfort. And then we also have the unique piece of adding the emotional and spiritual care component to that as well. So to be a listening ear for someone that's going through a traumatic time. Wow, that's great. That it's, um, it would seem like you have a lot to do. A lot to do, but do we have a lot of good support through volunteerism and, and through Salvation Army personnel. So everyone kind of comes together and supports the effort. And uh, how do people... Is all this volunteer, like the cooks who are going to be on a can on, on a mobile canteen, mm -hmm. offering food? Those are all people who are just uh, minding their business, living their lives, but they're on a uh, on a volunteer list who you call when there's something going on. Quite a bit of them are. I mean, we do have myself as the employee, and you have a couple of other team leads that are employees. But we have um, uh, Gary Murphy out in New London. He's our team lead for our New London canteen he's a former fire chief and when he retired he saw how much the salvation army impacted what they were doing out there and so he decided to take over the canteen and he's grown a huge volunteer base he's done a phenomenal job he's out he was out at a response just a few hours ago so you know he gets called he he grows his team he helps train them um and he gets us you know we'll set him up and get him some higher level trainings but he you know people like gary really help grow a team and they really put us in a on the mark out there in that town. So. All right, so you want to make a pitch for people to yeah. donate? 
Yes, yeah, absolutely. We'd love for some folks to donate. That goes towards our emergency disaster services, among all the other programs that we have. So you can text 41444 for the holiday store. Um, text WTIC to 41444, um, and you can certainly donate. And uh, we also have a lot of volunteer opportunities as well, so feel free to check out our website, Salvation Army CTRE. Don't say that so fast. You, when you <laughs> when you work in radio, you learn Slow. to put special emphasis on the key parts of information, whereas the Perfect. layperson speeds up for some reason <laughs> when it gets to the part you want everyone to hear. Fair so enough. So say that again. We'll say it again. So you can visit Salvation Army. But do it like Army. a news person. Like a news, <laughs> well, like a news person would say, go to Salvation Army. <laughs> Oh. You do it like that. Okay. No, no. I don't have a news voice. You can visit the SalvationArmyCT.org. You can visit that website to check out more information on our programs and volunteer services. And text WTIC to 41444 and generously donate to help support our efforts. All right. Who's your favorite famous person named Katie? <laughs> Should I just say Katy Perry just to... I figured you were. Yeah. You mean that's the only one you can think of? I mean, I've been to her concert. No. I was apparently, between my parents, they can't decide. One told me I was named after a great Aunt Catherine. The other said Catherine Hepburn. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. So I guess let's go with... You might as well go with Catherine Hepburn. Catherine it's Hepburn, that, yeah. That's not, that I don't know who the great... Local appeal and everything. Right? Yeah, why not? All right. <laughs> Thank you, Katie Parrott. Thank you Appreciate very much. Appreciate you taking time to talk with us. Appreciate you having me. And plug in the holiday store, which we're all here working for, for the Salvation Army. Come over to the Avon Old Farms Hotel if you'd like to uh, see people, if you'd like to make a donation. Do you still collect toys? Yes, absolutely. Are, are people here doing that kind of thing? Or? Yeah, people have come in today. We've got a great array of toys. Um, unwrapped toys is what we're looking for. Certainly any canned goods, any baby needs. We will take it. Bring it down. Why do you want the toys unwrapped? Um, it, it's nice to give some uh, opportunity for parents to wrap them themselves. And uh -huh. Personalize them. Yeah, personalize and it. Plus, then you get to see what they are maybe and put them into the proper category. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate talking with you. Appreciate it. Katie Parrott, Salvation Army. Go ahead. Turn her down. I see that little knob going down, and you can take your headset off. Thank you, Katie. She did a great job. Yes, let's cheer for her. Uh, now she's getting embarrassed. All right, so uh, next hour is order up hour, and we'll talk about food and stuff during that hour. But we'll still be here at the Avon Old Farms Hotel till 6 o'clock broadcasting live. So you can come on down by then. And, you know, if you're driving nearby and you're just saying, wow, you mean I could go there and see you guys broadcasting? Yes, you can. And just swing in and come in and say hi. And there's, there are some snacks around, or there were. I don't know if maybe somebody ate them all already, but I don't know. And, um, you know, the donating part is up to you, but you can come and just learn more about it, too. 860 Sorry for leaving people on hold. We'll uh, collect calls back up, and we'll play some more rants. And we got Rob Sampson uh, be here in about 20 minutes or so. And let's get a rant going. If I can make it play, yes, I think I can. It's it's just a new piece of software. I decided to dive in with it today. Hey, Todd. Yes. Did you hear that universal free meals for students, that the funding is running out? And Isn't that school systems are now going to have to charge students for their lunches? This is very, very disturbing. <laughs> My goodness. It, it's 
just horrible that we should want people to pay for anything that they receive. Now, of course, the way it's being portrayed in the media is that basically students are now going to go hungry because they have to pay for their meals. But, of course, that's not true because there is still going to be free or reduced reduced uh, payment for meals for yeah, but you you know that's not it's even just the free meals for all. Right, it's the free meals for all was put in. I mean, what Democrats are always looking for is a, a, to turn a crisis. Remember that Rahm Emanuel quote: "Turn a crisis into a uh, permanent new spending line item," and that way, that way they can run these stories about how tragic it is. Right. Bloomfield, Connecticut, some big changes are coming to school meals for children in the state. Federal funding that provides universal free school meals for students will be running out soon at many districts. In Bloomfield, the uh, district has already started notifying families that as of January 12th, they will have to start charging students for meals. They've been sending out letters. These universal free breakfasts and lunches have been made possible through a federal program called SMART. Why don't they ever call the program stupid? Yeah, you would have to put different words there to make the uh, first initials work. But what a really stupid idea to have the federal government sending money for people to buy lunch. You can't, you can't imagine a, a greater efficiency having been born. And uh, that's the kind of thing the government's trying to do all the time, to rope us into new spending programs. Really. Totally unnecessary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Try this again. Hi, hello, Todd. I'm listening to you debate the whole Brittany Griner yeah. swap and how you were saying that the military person signed up for that. I believe that's even more reason why our country should try to get him out of there first. He gave his life for this country. We should at least give our best shot at getting him back. See you. 
See ya. See ya. My grandkids say, see ya, wouldn't want to be ya. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, Biden. Oh, boy, par for the course. Let's bring someone who dislikes America home and leave a former Marine behind. Disgusting. This administration is disgusting. All right, I guess that's a Biden supporter there. 860-522-9842. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. WTIC. 860-522-9842. we got some rants to play. We're going to play them for you. Rant line number? Seven five one forty six ninety eight. It's as simple as that. You just put those numbers into your phone, and the next thing you know, you'll be Everybody ranting. Everybody made a big deal about uh, Elon Musk uh, moving uh, his uh, car company Tesla from California to Texas. Like that was a big deal. Wait until he moved Twitter from San Francisco. <laughs> that would be great. Good evening, Tom. I am a big fan of show. I love to hear ignorant, decadent Americans talk, talk, talk about how naive and foolish they are and how Russian disinformation campaign is demoralizing America to its roots. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Hey, Todd, uh, just calling in to make a comment about the latest uh, swap between uh, Russia and the United States there. Yeah. Uh, just just think, Todd, what, what do you think? I'm curious as to what you would think if Donald Trump made this swap uh, Das Boot for Brittany Griner. Imagine if Donald Trump traded Das Boot, an armed uh, an armed. You're thinking the media would be all over him? An arm dealer for Brittany Griner. Could you imagine what the media would be doing? Could you imagine? I mean, I think you could. Maybe you're you're probably the only one that can maybe express express it correctly. Uh, Yeah, I mean. I'm in a different place now. Like, that game doesn't interest me. It's a valid point, but just it's not a point that interests me. This quibbling back and forth thing. I think we have to step outside of and uh, and and play the game from a different angle because all this stuff we do uh, just isn't working. So we've got to do something new, and that's what I'm all about. Something new. It's got to be something new, different. You can't make this stuff up. Boston is handing out crack pipes and free needles to the homeless and drug addicts, thinking this will help them clean up the problem of being on drugs. And, of course, the taxpayers are paying for this. What in the world are they thinking? Again, another waste of taxpayers' money. They love wasting our money. That's the key to their existence because wasted money is not wasted money to them because it's going into somebody's pocket and that that pocket it goes into belongs to a person who will be loyal to those who give them the wasted money. And that's what makes government go around. 
860-522-9842. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. It is the Holiday Store, Salvation Army, coming to you from Avon Old Farms Hotel. Today's Holiday Store broadcast is supported by MNT Bank. You want to make a donation, text WTIC to 41444. And, or, or you can come by here and visit us. One of the things the Salvation Army does, 6,681 nights of lodging. And days of care each year. 5,301 Christmas gifts for children in need last year. How about that? And 1,805 holiday meals delivered to seniors. There is all kinds of stuff being done to help people that uh, we don't necessarily think about or notice or know is going on. But you can help support it because it's that time of year. Text WTIC to 41444. State Senator Rob Sampson is one of the heroes. There aren't many of them, but there are a smattering of heroes in the fight to have state government that isn't wasting all of our resources and corrupting the notion of good government. But Rob is here to talk to us because he's working hard to straighten things out. He's the state senator from Wolcott. Hi there, Rob. Good afternoon, Todd. Amen to that. Uh, there are a few of us uh, courageous souls doing our best to preserve the American system of government, as you would describe it. Uh, and that's the thing that we've got to recapture. If we don't get back to the basic, fundamental, core principle of what America is, we're going to lose the country. And uh, it's unbelievably um, hard to realize that not only do we have one political party that is completely abandoned America, the Democrat Party, and wants to remake the country into something else. But the Republican Party has, for all intents and purposes, lost its identity and is uh, just drifting at sea without any set of core principles to guide it. Mm. And uh, I work very hard to try and make sure that those principles are heard at the state capitol and that I get as many of my Republican colleagues to pay attention. Um, but they're consumed. They're consumed both by uh, the notion that Connecticut is a blue state and uh, it just doesn't pay to do that. We can't get elected that way. Uh, and fear, fear of their ability to or inability to be able to explain and uh, put forward our principles in a way that people will be receptive to them. Uh, so thank you so much for what you do on the air all day, because that's your number one function, which is to teach people that uh, American principles of freedom and individual liberty coupled with responsibility and accountability for yourself is the path forward for the best quality of life in all of uh, history. And, uh, you know, we got to get back to it. One of the ironies of what you just described, Rob Sampson, that that um, I guess it's a race to the bottom. You know, if the people who are on a particular political side, in this case, fighting for the greatest system of government that's ever existed and and all the proof is right there to point to and those people are afraid to articulate the belief in that system then the whole understanding of that system atrophies and it becomes uh, invisible i set of ideas in the marketplace of ideas which makes it impossible for anyone to win election espousing those ideas because there's no uh, basis in the society for people understanding those ideas. So it's really important that anybody who's elected under that banner, that Republican banner, be, be 
eager and able to articulate them. Absolutely. I mean, you're speaking my language in so many ways, Todd. First and foremost, what is politics? Uh, politics is not the notion of the Republicans beating the Democrats or vice versa. It is not a sport, sporting event. It is not competing teams on a ball field someplace. Politics is about moving an agenda. It's about creating a world that matches your worldview. Mm. And if you're failing to do that in your role in politics, whatever it is, as a volunteer, a voter, or, God forbid, an elected official whose job it is to move that agenda forward, then you're not winning anything. And uh, that, that's the tremendous frustration. Um, and what you just said is so absolutely true, and it is the one thing that probably gets under my skin more than anything else, which is when I start talking in Hartford among my colleagues, they dismiss what I say. And they say, Rob, yeah, you can go out there and vote any way you want. You can give your speech about legal plunder, and you can talk about how uh, the, the minimum wage is really just a ban on jobs. But we live in the real world, Rob, and, um, you know, your district, your district, you can get away with that, uh, but not where I'm from. Uh, and that's a tremendous frustration to me because I believe that my district looks the way it does, partly from my efforts from Joe Markley, who served in the same Senate district before me, and the combination of our efforts trying to make it very clear where we stand relative to the establishment party in the state of Connecticut. And I think that the voters in our district get it. They just simply get it better than they do in other places. And that's why we're successful. It's because they've been hearing it. Is different. Yeah, they've been hearing it. And it has not had a chance to atrophy. But you go to but, some places in Connecticut, Fairfield County, and yep. the Republicans will never promote Republican small government ideas. So the voters don't even know what the difference is. You know, what gets me is they come on the air with me, those people, <laughs> and they'll talk like they're somebody who follows those principles. And they'll talk tough, and then they go back and they vote for uh, whatever the Democrats want. Right. Well, this latest special session vote, Todd, I mean, to me, is a disgrace. I mean, it was a mishmash of half a dozen ideas, but every one of them, a Democrat solution, more government, more taxes, more spending, more redistribution of wealth to problems created by Democrats. If Republicans wanted to do something, they should have done, uh, you know, some of what they did properly was offering amendments to point out the failure of those ideas. But once you offer those amendments, you got to stick with it. you got to make the case and you got to vote no and point out that there is an alternative and sell it to the people of Connecticut to say, look, if you want to continue down the path we've been on, um, sure, you can have the Democrats, but we have a better way. This is what the plan is. You have to stand for something. And if you're just going along with it because you're scared you're going to get tagged with a bad vote or something like that, all you're doing is you're failing to promote your agenda. So you're failing at your job and you are making it so much more difficult for the few courageous people that actually want to go out and do that because now they are going to be isolated. I, I've taken, I don't know, probably in the last session, maybe 40 votes in the Senate, 35 to one. Um, and I will tell you, it's not easy to go back to my district and explain why I'm the one oddball, yeah. uh, but I do it every time. And uh, even though it's difficult and I take a lot of heat, people have come to realize, you know what? I may not agree with him all the time, but he always has a legitimate reason he can back up. Yeah, and why wouldn't you? We're talking to State Senator Rob Sampson from Wolcott. The other thing is, what is the point of holding elective office? You just defined it as 
the the process of externalizing your views into the political debate and if you've got that job to externalize your views but you decide to externalize somebody else's views the enemy's views then why would you do the job why is it more important to have the job than to do it with integrity and dignity i couldn't agree more i ask my colleagues all the time i'm like what did you even run for you know and you you allegedly ran against the incumbent because you wanted to come here and do things differently but if you're going to vote the same way they did why did you just sleep in <laughs> <laughs> and 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 why continue to uh to cave in i mean i'm just trying to think it through what would the you want to win because what it's not like it's a big paying job or something you do it because you want to help save the state and if you're going to vote against the state then why not just go away well the way they explain it to me and look some of these are very very nice people that i have tremendous respect for and you know i just can't, i can't convince them because mm -hmm. they live in this world where to them, the only way forward for the Republican Party in Connecticut is to win first. And in order to win first, we got to be Democrat light. And once we do that, right, then once we, win, we can stand for what's right. Start putting forward all those great ideas. Yeah. Um, but they don't understand that politics, we live in a representative uh, system of government. That's how our system is supposed to work, which is why, you know, I'd love to talk to you about your third party idea. But mm -hmm. the notion of any party really standing for something really relies on the voters demands of the people that they elect um, and to me that's the source of our problems the apathy and the lack of knowledge of the average voter or even about basic american civics couple that with the fact that the people that i serve with that are elected they don't even understand it mm -hmm. the people that i serve with in the legislature do not realize they really don't realize that their job is to represent their constituents and what that means is when they're making policy they should be making policy that not only tells the executive branch of government what to do, but holds that executive branch accountable. But sadly, they take the position that somehow they're running government and they want a role in the running of government uh, as if, uh, you know, people need to come to them for help. Uh, and, you know, as well as I do, that's that's not the way our system works. Our system is supposed to elect representatives from among the people who do their bidding and try and keep our government responsible to them. All right, Rob Sampson, what else do you want us to know? I, <laughs> nothing more than there are other good people out there. Uh, you have some of them on uh, on regular occasions. My rep good friend, Representative Master Francesco, is, is my yeah, star awesome. in the House of Representatives. Um, she voted the right way. Uh, you know, and, of course, she's going to take some heat for her vote in this special session. But God bless her for standing up, saying and doing the right things, and explaining why that was a bad vote. And uh, we just got to get more people like her elected, and we need uh, to keep educating our neighbors so that they understand what they should be asking for. All right. Anything you want to say to us quick about the uh, the the third party idea? Uh, nothing other than that I would be the first person to jump on board with that if I thought it was a viable option. Well, uh, I thought about that's it many good. Times. That's what we have to uh, convince you of that. Yeah, make it a viable option so that I know that I could actually run on the uh, American Party ticket or whatever you're going to call it and still be successful. Uh, the problem is that third parties traditionally don't have a lot of traction. And usually when you see someone who wins in a third party as an independent or something like that, it's only because they um, parlayed their own significance into 
making that party credible. Um, you have to do it in that direction. You can take. Yeah, but see, I feel this. This is why I think it's such a great moment for a third party, Rob, is because Republicans have been in such decline that you, the, the comeback is if somebody says, oh, you can't do that, you'll undermine the Republican candidates. And I can say, well, except for Rob Sampson and Gail Master Francesco, what's it to worry about? So vote for them. Otherwise, vote for the, uh, the new principles party or whatever we call it, old principles party, the freedom right. party, the liberty party, whatever we call it. There's a lot to talk about on that subject because of uh, the notion of cross-endorsements and the um, process to get a third party on a ballot in the state of Connecticut. A lot of changes would need to be made to make it a viable option. Trust me, and I tell you, Todd, uh, nothing would make me happier than to have a party that was very clear-cut about where it stands on those principles. Um, And and my greatest um, uh, dissatisfaction in politics is to understand that my Republican Party that I love, that I believe stands for the principles that we fight for, um, doesn't stand for those principles on a day-to-day basis. And there is a tremendous reluctance by the state party and certainly within the House and Senate Republican caucuses in the state to actually ascribe to those set of principles. You know, the argument is we need a big tent and, you know, those things are, are, are not uh, ready for prime time in Connecticut. And they're wrong. We should be promoting those principles even if we're losing, because we're losing anyway. And if we're ever going to promote our, uh, or get our agenda out there, we've got to promote it so that people know what it is. State Senator Rob Sampson, thanks for being here, sir. We'll talk to you again soon. It is always my privilege. Thank you so much, Doc. Love chatting with Rob for obvious reasons. Let's find out how the ride home goes on this Friday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 